Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, April 25th edition of the MBOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. Sorry about my co-host here. Monday and Tuesday afternoons for me, and Monday and Tuesday evenings for you, Marcel. How's it going, buddy? Yeah, everything is good, man. How about you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm looking forward to talking about this uh, card today. Uh, just tweeted it out, Marcel, and uh, we're good to go. So uh, happy to have you guys here, as always. We have a lot to talk about, Marcel. UFC Vegas 52 went down. Two Bellator cards. Um, man, PFL, LFA, uh, and what was the other one? Fury Fighting Championship. Like, there's a lot to talk about, Marcel. Yeah, we like to even talk about the little, the uh, the little shows, right, Marcel? We like doing that too. So, a lot to talk about today, guys. Um, we'll uh, we'll start with UFC, but I do see we have a uh, a question in in the chat, and I will take mm-hmm. the question quickly. A hype here as well. What's going on, man? And Glenn, what's going on, Glenn? Glad to have you here, buddy, as always. He's asking why Chase Sherman pull out and why so late. Okay, so yeah, I mean, this was weird, right? Like, uh, the card's going on, then all of a sudden they go, Brendan Fitzgerald, Marcel, we have a special announcement to make about the yeah. card. I know, I know you were excited. This guy got, so, well, I won't say it, but he got super excited. And uh, then, of course, they pulled the rug from us, Marcel. Like, the fight's off. The yeah. fight was off. So I'm going to say this right now. If you had Romanoff in DraftKings, which I think most people had, you pretty much lost your money. Because, you know, if you don't fight, you get zero points. So, very hard to win. Really crazy that happened, man. As far as what happened, I don't know for sure, but someone was saying that, like, uh, there was Chase Schumer was riding a motorcycle that afternoon or something. What do you, what do you know, Marcel? That, that's what so, I heard, but I have no okay. idea. Okay, that's new to me. I don't know. Um, I think you wanted to say that I got an instant boner or something. I just say it. I don't give a shit. So, uh, <laughs> kind of, yeah, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, what I've heard, so I, I saw, obviously, that Brennan Fitzgerald announced that the fight was off. So I actually asked um, Romanov's manager, I was like, what, what, what's up? And he's like, we literally came to the event center, because he's also the manager of Jessica Andras. I said, I literally come with Romanov to there, and they say, you can go back to the hotel, Chase Sherman isn't fighting. I was like, what? He's not fighting. No, he has a minor injury. Uh, but it will probably be rescheduled for next week if you guys want. But we will talk the details later. Yeah. So, so this is back to the hotel. And he went back. The manager actually went to the event center. And uh, they got the details correct. And that's why it's on for Saturday now. But what happened to Sherman, it's a big, uh, big, I don't know. And I think nobody knows, man. O- only Sherman and the guys who are working with Sherman. So Check, check your uh, check your, your DMs. I just sent you something. Like I, That's all I saw. I, I have no idea. Right. Um, I mean, so I'm in a survivor pool where you have to pick someone every week. Basically, if you get an underdog right, you get like an extra life, basically. But most people took Romanov because he's like a safe pick. So Bro, everyone's I, scrambling to get another pick up there after that fight got canceled. We're gonna say, you see it? The, the, that crazy chick has. I know. It couldn't mean anything, right? That's what I'm saying. You should. Yeah, she she blocked me. I, I don't know what she yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. It's just me. it's just a picture of him riding a motorcycle. Okay. Yeah. This way, is what this guy said. This is what I mean, we have no idea. Maybe he felt. Who knows, man? Like. But it's weird, like a minor injury. Like, what does that even mean, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's very strange. And I don't know. Like, it's kind of unpre- like doesn't happen that often. Guys pull out during the day of the fight, um, or actually during the event, I should say. Like, it's happened a few times. I remember Stefan Struve had like a panic attack or so against Matt Mitrione, UFC 175. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? He had a panic yeah, attack sure. backstage. Of course. And uh, Jamal Emmers, I want to say, rolled it. Yeah, against Kelly. Against Chas Kelly. Yeah. So it's Rather very Matt- rare. It's for- who else? Randleman for his title fight. That's he right. Slipped. Way back in the uh, day. He hit his yeah. head or something on uh yeah, I remember that. Hopefully Romanov got paid twice. I mean you should get paid show money, right? Twice. They should. UFC might not, but they should. 
By the way, this guy's asking if Sherman will pull again. I, I, I don't think so, man. He need, okay. If he pulls out again, they'll probably just release him for his contract. Quite frankly, you know. So what are you saying? I, I gotta be a, a punk here. Never sent me a link of that chick you sent me just oh. now with DM again because now I have to clean my my phone with soap. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, we got Joe here. What's up, man? Always glad to have you here, buddy. Alex, put three dollars on Mike Jackson one million unit. I mean, I gotta tell you, my. I don't know if Gabe's in the chat today. Gabe Killian, he uh, used to write for me on Smicker.com. He's a he's a he's a high roller. You know, he's 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 betting four to five figures a fight. Um, most people don't have the means to do that. Gabe has been betting this sport for a long time. He's obviously built up a very big bankroll. I got to give him a lot of props, man. He posted his bet hours before the fight, saying I'm betting yeah. three thousand to win twenty seven thousand on Mike Jackson. And I sent the tweet to I think to to Cole, and I'm like, this guy's crazy, and he won. And I got to give him mad props. That takes serious balls to do that, Marcel. Not only did he win his bet, he posted the bet beforehand. And yeah, I know. I saw it. Yeah, people were obviously like going, you're nuts, right? And he gets the job done. I mean, we'll talk about that fight in a second here. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Dude, and then, go ahead. I think I think uh, Gabe also has some uh, restaurants, a restaurant, right? Yeah, um, um, chicken or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll chicken wings. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to go with right By the way, yeah, Charles Rain was paid. He was paid for the Tapuri pull-up because I watched his interview this week. He said the UFC took care of him. They paid him to show money for that fight. He so. should get a bonus, man. And we'll talk about that too, man. I can't believe this guy's not getting a bonus. Tristan, what's up? He's asking about Deary Barry and Mike Jackson. You know what? Let's just get into the fights right now. Yeah. Let's get into it. So, uh, I mean, it's it's pretty crazy, guys. Obviously, we'll start with the well, – we'll start with the main event, actually. We'll work our way down, I guess. Um, so, sorry, Tristan. I have to wait a few minutes to, to answer your question. But we'll, we'll go through the card. And, obviously, we're going to go through a, a couple – you know, a bunch of different fights and a lot, uh, a lot of MMA fights today. Because again, there was a few different cards. So let's start with UFC Vegas, fifty-two marks on. Overall, I me mean, for me, it was a good, pretty good night. Um, you know, it's you know, it's hilarious. I'm watching the fights. I get the first three picks wrong. I'm like, oh man, this is going to be one of those nights again. <laughs> <Just can't laughs> pick. And like, what eight no after that? So it's just one of those. It's one of those things, man. Like, every fight's different. Every fight's its own event. You know, so it's crazy, Marcel. But I got to tell you, after the first couple fights, I was like, man, I cannot pick a fight. I don't know what I'm doing. And then I fucking nailed every single one after that. So. Let's get to the main event. I mean, I thought it was going to be a knockout, but a submission works either way. Jessica Andrade gets the job done. Standing arm triangle choke. It's first of its kind of UFC history, but, and I said this on Twitter, it kind of happened when Matt Riddle fought Chris Clements in Calgary. He had him in a standing arm triangle. He pulled him down on the mat and finished him. The fight was overturned to a no contest because he smoked weed. So, yeah, I guess technically this would be the first, but I'm just saying, Marcel, you remember that fight. That yeah. kind of counts too, in my opinion. But either way, Jessica Andrade win, another win. We, I think we both picked her here, Marcel, obviously, to finish the fight. Gets the job done. Uh, her last five wins are by finish. I mean, she is, to me, one of the most exciting top for pound fighters in the sport. Every time she steps in the cage, it's a war. And in this fight, you know, she didn't it didn't absorb much damage. Uh, Lemos only landed three strikes. She only landed three, but gets the sub. Uh, really fantastic performance here, Marcel. Give me your thoughts, my friend. Yeah, I mean, uh, gotta be honest. Um, I, I expected her to get a knockout, and Lamos wasn't doing bad at all, you know, in the beginning of the fight. I had the feeling that uh, Andrade had had a had a problem with uh, getting her uh, distance, you know, and with Lamos landing some stuff. And at a certain moment, Andrade was like, "Fuck it, I'm going forward. <laughs> I, I, I'm I, I'm taking her to the cage." And I, I don't know where she uh, she had that uh, that choke. Uh, in, but it wasn't locked in. But at the certain moment, she locked it in actually, and uh, yeah, Lamos didn't know what to do and she tapped, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good win for Andrade, uh, a very uh, needed win, obviously, because she would like to throw away. And uh, yeah, I expected to uh, to be in the top five uh, tomorrow, so yeah, yeah. 
And Glenn's talking about all that Lemos personality. I think, you know, after that uh, Angela Hill fight, I think a lot of us figured, you know, she's not as good as we thought at first. And I think she showed that again. She's definitely good. She beats a lot of the girls in the top 15 or so. But I, I think Andrade is like elite. You know, she's top. I guess right now she'll be ranked in the top 10, but like really she's top three probably or top five at the very least, you know, more so like she's, she's right up there. She's a fantastic fighter. It depends and, a little on, on where you are in Brazil. Or so I'm hearing something. <laughs> I can hear some uh, Brazil or something. Anyways. Um, you yeah, hear me? No, I'm okay now. I'm okay now. Oh, I feel like the stage will happen mostly in Williams MMA. It's happened. It's happened only a few times. Like I remember, um, Jessica, I did it against Zoila Frosto in uh, Bellator. That was a standing arm triangle choke. Mm-hmm. It's very rare, though, Tristan. It's just a rare move. Um, because most fighters are able to fight out of that, especially standing up. But again, you know, that the squeeze was tight. Um, as far as what's next for her, I mean, she's, she says she wants to, she's going for another title run. Um, and I, I, I mean, I was there in Brazil and she knocked out Rose with that slam. She can definitely win the title again. Um, I don't know who'd win the Actually, it'd be a trilogy fight if she fought Rose again because they're one and one. And the second fight was a close split decision, Marcel. It was very competitive. So, I would like to see a fight again, but I think for now, we're going to have to see what happens. Uh, I think it's next weekend, obviously, with um, Rose and Carla Marcel in the rematch there. Yeah. And then Marina Rodriguez probably gets the next title shot, but we also have Joanna versus Zhang. So either she fights Marina next or the winner of Joanna and Zhang, I think, would, would make sense. And the Joanna fights three rounds, Marcel. We have that confirmation now, which which sucks. I, I wish it was five, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, we got this comment. Hey, Andrew. So like you'll see what we'll use on Josh to halt Marina's momentum. It's good to fight her Marina. She's just thought the market will be hard for a title fight. So I mean I don't completely disagree with you. She's a very good fighter though. But yeah, I I, I think that makes sense, but they're gonna have to wait. They're just gonna wait another week. There's no point of rushing a booking, you know, because we have the title fight next week. If it was like in a few months, I I'd get it, but we have to see how that plays out because you know, Carla could win again too, Marcel, and that changes a lot of things, right? If she pulls uh-huh. off the upset. So we'll see what happens. But yeah. Great performance by Drudge. All right, let's go to the co-main event. My boy again, Marcel Claudio Puel. It's again. Gets the job done again, man. Oh, my. So, I, I, I think – I feel like I went a good to green because pretty much everyone I was talking to was like, Guido's going to wrestle this guy. And I'm like, mm, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, it, it feels good sticking to your guns, Marcel. Hit Paulus. Uh, it was like basically even money. But the, the sub prop, guys, plus 400. Hope you guys tailed it. I know, I, I know a lot of people read my article and tailed it. I had, I had my friends, Marcel, like personal friends, messaging me saying, like, yo, dude, I just hit this huge prop with you. So – that feels good, man. I got to be honest. That feels better than anything, to be honest with you. Because I like to, you know, if I have a good read, I'd love to share that knowledge with other people. So I just think Paulus is just an absolute monster. Five wet five wins in a row. Again, the guy's only 25 years old, Marcel. Like, or sorry, he just turned 26 literally four days ago. He's he's so good. And this win is huge for him. And it gets him, I think, a, a fight against a top 15 guy, hopefully. Um I think this guy's the future of this division, man. Like, one of the best young fighters in this division. I, I, I know he's not – maybe the striking is not completely there yet, but the ground game is devastating. Three knee bar submissions in the UFC. No one else more, has more than two. He's the only guy with two, and now he has three. So it's a signature move, Marcel. And But not only did he have the knee bar, Marcel, before that he had Clay Guida in, I think it was a triangle for a while too, right? So also in uh, Omoplata. Omoplata. The guy is really good. Marcel, you know I've liked this guy for a while. Give me your thoughts on this kid because I love this guy, man. Yeah, man, he did great again, you know. And uh, I told you in the last podcast that you uh, uh, that you got me over on Puelas, right? And uh, I, I picked him by decision. I didn't thought he was going to finish Guida, but amazing, man, you know. And um, the thing is with, with, uh, with Puelas, man, I would love to see a fight, for example, against... 
Joe Alvarez, or maybe Drakkar close. You know, it's still not top 15, but it's close to top 15. You know, I think that would be a great, those would be great fights. And definitely Joel Alvarez was also pretty good on the ground. You know, that would be a fun one, I think. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what what can I say? I, I was uh, really, I thought he was going to win, but not the way he did. He did very well. Guida's super tough, man. We all know that. And uh, Guida, he he initiate pretty much initiated the ground game, and I think it was a mistake, you know, yeah. against Puelas. And uh, yeah, good win for Puelas. Look forward what we see next from him. I just think it's a really big win because I'm looking at Guida's losses recently. It's like Puelas, Mark Madsen, Bobby Green, Jim Miller, Oliveira, Ortega. Like these are like top guys for the most part. So this is a big win for this guy, man. Yeah. Again, he's 26 years old, guys. He's very young. I really like this guy, man, a lot. Um, Clay was overconfident with wrestling, taking down. Yeah, it was a mistake. Um, a lot of guys are taking him down. Jordan Levitt. I think Jordan – I feel like Jordan won the first round against him, I'm pretty sure. And then after that, you know, Paulus actually had the, the grappling advantage. I hope they don't match Paulus to McKinney. I don't think they'll do that fight. McKinney's got to rebuild himself, man, after getting uh, finished against Dober. He's good, but he's got like two minutes of cardio, it looks like, for himself. I really like the kid, though. URJ switched the Guida. Uh, good job, man. Glad you you, uh, you picked Paulus. He's really good. Paulus joined – Charles, Islam, Benil, Fiziev, Armin on win streaks on lightweight. I mean, all these guys are beasts. And again, we talked about the division recently. Like, Gregory Gillespie doesn't fight. He blo he's blocking everyone from getting in there. He's got to take a fight, Marcel. I, honestly, at this point, he should fight Paulus, should fight Gillespie. Maybe he'll sub him. Honestly, not, if, it, but... if he doesn't get the fight booked in this this month or next month, they should kick him out of the rankings. I agree completely. Know? I mean, we talked about it. Like, he's the only guy that's really not active. Like, I feel like Gamrot's asking for a fight every day on Twitter. Why yeah. doesn't he have a fight yet? I don't. I don't get this. I don't get it. Hopefully they book him against like RDA or something. I heard I saw them talking the other day, Marcel. I don't know if they'll do that fight, but it'd be good. He's good, man. Uh, which one do you prefer, Polis or Madsen Ferreira? Uh, I mean, both those fights are good, man. I think Ferreira would be great. He's number fifteen right now, I believe. Right? It'd be great. Yeah, but Madsen is. also deserves top fifteen. It's just tough. It's tough, man. I mean, they're both. They're all really good. Um, yeah, I I really like him, man. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Uh, Macy Barber defeats Montana De La Rosa. Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty, honestly, pretty easy fight. She stopped the takedowns, just pretty much bullied her against the fence, beat her with clinch strikes. Not the most exciting fight, but got the job done. Um, this girl's so full of herself, though. You know, I watched her interview after, like, she's so overconfident and is really overrating herself. She's definitely good and she's young. That's why I picked her here. But Montana was like, what is she ranked? 40th, I want to say. Like, she was ranked. Not ranked. She wasn't even ranked. She beat an unranked fighter. We all know she lost against Maverick, so I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like she's definitely good. She could beat these girls, but some of these girls, like, you know, borderline top 15. But honestly, Marcel, the more she gets up in that upper echelon, I'm not sure, you know. But any thoughts on her, uh, this performance? Last week, that should have been probably fight of the night, but this week, that was the boredom of the card. Um, yeah, Barbara was definitely in the first and third round, just stronger than uh, Montana. And I think uh, the second round, uh, Montana had a better moments. But also not really great, you know. She didn't do too much with top position, and uh, Macy did, did did well, I think. So yeah, and an overall a good win for her, you know what I mean? And a win she actually needed, in my opinion, because I still think she lost her last three, uh, despite that she got the, the win in over Maverick. But in the public eye, I think people thought she lost the last three, but she she won now. She can look up again, and. Uh, yeah, let's see what's, what's happening next. Do it, I said on Twitter, and people weren't happy about it. I was like, if Aaron Blanchfield beats J.J. Eldridge, book Macy Barber against Aaron Blanchfield. Let's, let's, see, let's see who's the real future, right? Yeah, and 
who they do Barbara Maya versus I. I think both those fights make sense. You know, she could win those fights. I'll give her that. You know, there's certain I matchups she can win, but I just I don't know. I don't. She's good. I don't get me wrong, guys. She's definitely good. I just think she's really overrating herself. Like she won a decision. Like I, I was booked against O'Neill, man. You know, so probably got not gonna happen. Also, O'Neill is also a girl's they want to be uh, rise quick in the ranks. Like she could beat someone like Joanne Wood. You know, actually looking at the rankings, that's a good really, fight. Actually. Yeah, that would be a good Makes one. There's sense. some girls she could be like probably Andrea Lee too. But I think I'll give you an example. Like Vivian Arujo, I think would be a really hard matchup. Mana Fioro would be a hard fight. I think too. You know, Let's I don't think she beats way. those girls in the top five, Marcel. I'll tell you that right now. Let's put it this way, Adam: the girls she can't bully with being the stronger. Yeah, she will have difficulties with. I, I completely agree. I mean, she's definitely a good prospect, guys. But I don't think she's a future champ. I'm going to say that right now. I know she thinks she will be. I don't see it. I'm just going to say that right now. I just think there's there's a lot of girls coming up like they're dangerous as hell, and I feel like Casey O'Neill is probably a better fighter, and so is Andrew Blanchfield. Just my opinion. She's definitely a good prospect, but I don't also, think she's the best in the division. Also not sold. Also not sold yet on Casey O'Neill. I think she is talented and she's good, but yeah, no, I, I need to see. In the more. last fight, she took a lot of damage against uh, yeah. Roxanne uh, more than she should have. Marcel, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go to the next fight here. My boy Charles Jordan gets the win. First round guillotine choke, man with guillotine. Uh, just incredible, man. I mean. You know, Venata, definitely, you know, big dude for this weight class. Um, dangerous striker and everything, but gets caught in that choke. And I am just fucking pissed that this guy gets screwed out of the bonus. How did he not get 50000 Tell me. How did he not get 50000 He, Dude, he got screwed out of a bonus last time against Rojo as well when he fought. I thought he was fighting the night. That was really an incredible fight. fight. Yeah. I know. So, yeah, I mean... What, what can you say? It was it was it was a great performance. You know, he had that one armed guillotine where he got that uh, ass grip over later, and he adjusted it, and uh, and he pulled <laughs> he pulled Fernanda's pants down and <laughs> went to submission. <laughs> it was pretty funny, but uh, yeah, man, Fernanda had a beautiful uh, what was that? A beautiful takedown, man. All those yeah. power thing with that kind of a suplex kind of a thing yeah. was beautiful. But uh, Jordan came up. Jordan, my my apologies. And uh, yeah, beautiful sub, man. And it was uh, was a good night for uh, for the French Canadians, right? <laughs> it was. We'll talk about Mark Andre in a sec, but yeah, I think this is just such a huge win. So after, actually, before the fight, because I, I tweeted about it, I watched his, his pre-fight interview. And he said, you know, if I win this fight, I'm going to call it Edson Barboza, and that's what he did. So he, mm -hmm. he stuck to his word. That's the fight. That 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 fight has to happen, or so yeah. it has to happen, right? It's a, I think it's a great fight. I'd love to see it, man. Yeah, that fight would be amazing. Um. It'd be an interesting fight, man. I mean, Edson is a great fighter. He's obviously getting up there in years now. Um, you know, not as durable as he used to be, coming off a loss to Bryce Mitchell. But again, that was a ground game. So it's funny because I listened because he got the submission, right? Mm -hmm. He's saying, if I fight him, I'm not gonna uh I'm not gonna go for a grappling. I'm gonna stand and trade with this guy. I wanna stand and trade, I wanna bleed, like I wanna die in the cage, basically, if he has to, you know. And he said and then someone was like, well, you got the guillotine choke in this fight, right? And he goes, guys, I haven't – have you ever seen me shoot in my life? And I'm like, I got to check the stats. He has not attempted a takedown in like 10 UFC fights. <laughs> so he just, he, he just won't – he won't go for – he won't shoot, shoot on a takedown. He wants to stand and trade. That's the fight to make. Also hilarious at the uh, post-strike press conference. I showed you the, um, the clip, Marcel. Uh, John Morgan, you know, one of the better journalists, yeah. goes to uh, Claudio Puelas. He's like, hey, Claudio, so you called out Edson Barbosa. Claudio's like, what he's like, Barbosa. He's like, I didn't call anyone. 
He's like, oh, I meant to say Joe Tate. I'm like, dude, different weight class. I thought that was hilarious. Although that would be a good fight too if it was at 155. Uh, but I do want to see Jordan and Barboza. Or, or Shane Burgos, either guy. I think both of those fights would be phenomenal. I know he got the submission in this fight, but he's obviously a striker. Any other, any other thoughts on, on Jordan? I think everything I said, you are you are look you are very impressed. I was as well, yeah. and I think we both think he should have got a bonus. So yeah. And then the other Canadian, I think he should have got a bonus too, honestly. Marc Andre Barrio getting the guillotine choke. Back to back guillotines for the Canadians, Marcel, in the first round. For the submission. Yeah. 232 and 236 in the first round. Neither guy gets a submission. First career submission for Barrio. Uh, Jordan Wright's getting cut from the UFC, I'd say, after this fight, Marcel. Uh, what do you think about that? You think he gets cut? I don't know for sure, man. Possible, of course, but you never know. In all of his losses, man, I think that's it for him. Maybe he'll get. But one he's, a, he's an entertaining guy. He you is. Know, he, he, yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe he'll get one more. I'm just looking at his record now. It's not very good, but he does have you know win over Pickett, who's uh, like kind of decent, I guess, at this point. And Ike, who lost, but yeah, Barrio, big win for him. It was a catchweight, Marcel. And someone yeah. asked him like after like, are you going to stick it? Uh, or no, are you going to go to two hundred five? He said, no, I'm staying at one eighty five. So well. Why would anybody ask him that? It was a Some of the questions are not very good these days. I'll, I'll, you know, John's good. He's pretty good at asking questions. Some reporters, they're just, I don't think they're doing the research. You know, it's unfortunate because there's not a lot of reporters there. So yeah. if you are there, there's a couple guys are asking good questions, but there's there's some really like, there's questions that don't need to be asked, uh, yeah. quite frankly. Obviously, he's going to win 85. It was short notice. We all know that, you know? Yeah. Anyways, he's he's good, man. You know, I like Barrio Marcel. He's really improved too. I, I so. don't I, I don't know who asked that question, but I hope next time when Tano Bozo fights, the same guy ask him if he wants to go to two or five next. He was, he was pissed <laughs> that one time. Yeah, Jordan, Billy Q, Jordan and Billy Q. That'd be fun. Barbosa, Duardo, Jordan, and Algio. Man, come on. Why would you fight J Bill Algio? Bill Algio. I don't think that's the fight. What do you think, Marcel? I don't I don't think so, man. Given what he called out, he was supposed to fight Ilya Tapuria, guys. Remember that. I know it was short notice, but still. I'll give him Barbosa, why not? You know. I know. Like Algio's not bad. I'll I'll give you that, man. Like he's he's not a bad fighter, but he's not great either, you know. Um yeah, bar give him Barbosa, you know. But I, I know you're saying like at least Algio probably would stand and trade with him. Give him a striker though, man. I want to see him in a war. He wants to bleed. He says he wants to bleed and get cut. All right, let's talk about a war here. Sorry, can Dodgeco defeats Squire Grant by knockout? I called this one too, Marcel. I think you picked him too, right? You picked yeah, Dodgeco? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, one of the reasons I picked him is you know, even though he didn't have as much UFC experience, he had like 30 MMA fights. And Dwight Grant just doesn't fight that much, you know, and he's older. So the durability really, Dwight Grant's chin is kind of going or so, you know. You saw that fight with D-Rod, he got into a war there and, and he got knocked out. And then this fight, um, you know, he gets he gets dropped again. So he got dropped three times against D-Rod, twice against Kadoshko. I think his chin's going, Marcel. It was just a beautiful left hook that knocked him out. Kadoshko's a good striker, guys. Like I said, I mean, he's definitely a good Muay Thai fighter. I still think he's going to get beaten by grapplers. But on the feet, Marcel, it's, this guy's pretty good, man. It was a great fight. And here's the thing. I think I think it's fine giving them fight of the night. I don't have a problem with it because it was the best fight in the card. But I just have a problem. Like It's kind of weird that Dwight Grant's getting $50,000 for getting knocked out. And then Jordan and Barrio get nothing. That doesn't really sit well with me, Marcel. I don't know what you think. What do you, Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, fight of the night. Everybody got 50K, right? Both guys. So I don't yeah. have a problem with it. But... I think last week you could have done with less performance bonuses and this week you could have done with more, you know what I mean? So, also, man, why the hell they only announced that shit on the Chinese website from the UFC who got fired of the night? That was really and that, Really stupid, you know, it's that I check the Chinese website uh, pretty often. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think it was a deserved fight of the night. It was the best fight of the night, in my opinion. So I had no problem with it. Yeah, of course. The, the thing, the thing is, I always feel like remember when Dana gave so many bonuses at UFC London when he was hyped like, like crazy, you know. Dude, you can also do that for the North American cards, you know what I mean? And not just for the cards going somewhere else to another place in Europe and trying to be a little bit more popular, you know? Give these guys fighting as hard as these other guys. So these deserve also a bonus. And people will come at me and saying like, yeah, but they probably get something under the table. Dude, last time I saw somebody got something under the table and he posted it on Twitter with, uh, I got some uh, extra cash from the UFC for my fight. And uh, he, uh, how do you say that? He blacked out the, the amount of money, but it was written before it in letters as well. And it was only 7K. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, was that Matt Frevola? Because I know he posted something. Was that, it wasn't oh, Frevola. Frevola also not... posted that he got, I think he got 7K for yeah. knocking out, um, who was it? Oh, that... Uh... Mexican guy from Contender Series. I can't. I can't oh, remember his name. You know, like Paul crazy Reyes. fight. Valdez, Gerardo Valdez. Oh, or Valdez, something? of course. Yeah, yeah that's that crazy fight. So he, I think he, his brother posted something. And they, yeah. he, he deleted the tweet after, but it was already out there at that point. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like you, you might get something on the table. I do think back in the day and under the Fatitas, they gave out more under the table money. Marcel, it felt like I heard those stories a lot more. I used to hear about guys that were getting checks in the mail for like twenty thousand if they got a knockout. I remember I interviewed Tim Boach after he knocked out. Uh, Yushino Kami, and I said, you know, that was, the, remember that fight? That crazy yeah. uppercut, those uppercuts? Insane, yeah. right? At the time, a massive upset. I remember asking him, like, you didn't get a bonus, like, or something. I, I, let me double check. I want to make sure. You, but I remember he told me, like, he, they sent him extra money. Like, I'm just going to make sure he didn't or he did. Yeah, he didn't get a bonus officially, but he told me they sent him, like, $20,000 check in the mail or something. I, know, I don't I hear know. that anymore, you know? Pardon? So, uh, yeah, I know. So, you know, I do a podcast on Mondays as well with Gilbert Ivel and, yeah. uh, and Dennis. Uh, Gilbert said, like, for his uh, debut fight on short notice against Junior Dos Santos, uh, Dana came came uh, to him after the fight, and he's like, we'll give you an extra 50K bonus because uh, we appreciate you took the fight. Yeah, so, I don't feel like they do it anymore. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't hear those stories. And I think if they did, you'd hear it. You know, I think you'd hear <laughs> the guys come out and say, hey, they split me some money under the table. So yeah. I, definitely not with I, social happens, media being books bigger. Yeah, I have I know Jeff Molina said he got some money. I can't remember what fight it was. I think maybe the or, or it was actually fight. Jeff Molina I was talking about. Oh, were you okay? Yeah, I remember he was against, about uh, that. Da Silva. But it wasn't much, right? It just wasn't much. You know, seven thousand is a drop in the bucket for a multi billion dollar company. Anyways, let's go to the next fight. Tyson Pedro knocks out Eichfeld in the waiver. Yeah, Tyson Pedro looked amazing. So, like I said last week, Marcel, you know, uh or with the car admin the survivor pool i took romanov and then once he fell off i had to scramble and i was like deciding really between pedro and and laundra i just took pedro because again massive favor he gets the job done i'm not surprised you know i mean the layoff was concerning a little bit to me the injuries and everything but i feel in the way it was just not a ufc fighter marcel he's one in five now with five knockout losses in the ufc and he cannot even eat a leg kick like they were saying like remember dc was like man he's like this is surprising like this guy's He's just not able to absorb even one kick without like getting in super amount of pain. And I heard his like, I think he tore his MCL, I think he said. So he's injured and he got knocked out cold on those ground punches. I think he's getting released, Marcel. What do you think? I would be surprised if not, man. No disrespect to Ike, but uh, I think uh, his only win comes against Vinicius Moreira, I think. And that's a guy that guy's chin was so bad. Yeah, crazy. And um, yeah, I, I don't. I, 
I don't think we see Villanueva back. I think Villanueva was a super legit guy uh, in the regional scene. You know, he was doing very well there. Yeah, you see, just too high for him, and it's possible. You know, yeah, back to Fury fight championship, I think for him. But for Pedro, I mean, it's a good win, man. You know, um, like as far as how he did it, like the name of value is not great, but I mean, this was the perfect matchup coming off that layoff. Yeah. And Pedro's only uh, 30 years old, Marcel. You know, he's still pretty young for this division, you know. So I was I was impressed. I mean, obviously, he's not the, the hardest guy to beat to finish. But the fact he did it after such a long layoff, it was, you know, it's a good win for him. Uh, on, you know, just to get some confidence back. Ike's not smart bringing his kid and getting put out like that, crumpling against the fence. It, it was it was brutal. His son is like a football player or something like that. So, yeah, it's definitely an athletic family, no doubt. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, this was this was rough. I mean, it's it, that's a part of the sport, man. You know, he could have won, and, and his son was there to celebrate with him, but he got, he lost. It's tough, mm-hmm. man. You know, when I had my Muay Thai fight, my dad was there, Marcel. I mean, it's it's hard for family to watch, honestly. Like, it's not easy, you know. Yeah. But you know, if you win, it's uh, nice. But if you lose, or you know, if you get beat up, it's, it's tough to watch. What you I was at a local event a few years ago, and uh, there was uh, two guys against each other fighting, and we were like as media there. And uh, the family of one guy was behind us, you know, and that dude got absolutely blasted with a head kick to the, and he felt, felt like doom down on the canvas. You were a big bone, you were, and we were watching each other. I was like, oh damn! And even the dude who kicked him was like, oh shit, you know. And that dude was laying there like, you know, uh, you like this, you know. And um, dude, the family members behind us, they were crying. It was. Uh, kind of sad you know the guy was okay you know was yeah. nothing wrong with the guy but um yeah that moment man that, that 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 was tough you know what i mean if you see people behind you who are crying because of something like that happened that, that was a tough moment man yeah and um yeah papa hey buddy what's going on he says he's a wrestler i i, I know cole interviewed him he said he was a, a football player maybe he wrestles too that's all i'm gonna say though um you know, obviously he's an athletic kid. Who knows? I mean, maybe he'll end up in the UFC one day. <laughs> Who knows, right? Let's go to the next fight here. Martel Arichi Lang defeats Cameron Else knockout. Cameron Else, I, I don't think it's UFC caliber, but you know, nice, nice win though. Brutal win, man. Just nasty ground and pound. Any thoughts? Yeah, UFC might looking for someone else next, but um, yeah, I mean, yeah, he he crumbled after a good shot, right, from uh, Ar- Arichi Lang. Um, yeah, and. Uh, Orochi Lang pretty much finished it with some ground and pound. And uh, it was a good win for him, you know. Uh, new weight class, 0-2 in the UFC, with two, actually two two good fights, you know, for him. It was, were two close fights against Molina and against uh, Cody Durden. So, um, yeah, now Bantam weight, he looked good. Looking forward to what's next for him, you know. This was a good fight for him. He's super young, you know. Yeah. He's only 28, so he's really young. Uh, and like you said, those fights were close. Um the referee Keith Pierce to stop this fight really late too. I yeah, say that. I agree. That, that was a late stoppage, man. Like this dude was the referees ever saved the guy. If the guy's like this and he's face down on the mat, he walks out. He was. That's, uh, the, that's the thing with this guy. He just both his fights, Marcel, were finished that way. Was uh, on the Phillips too. Was on cigarettes and alcohol again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's too funny. But no, it's it's crazy, right? That this guy, both his losses are by, are from back control on the ground. Uh, elbows from from Phillips and, and punches from Arichi. Like, so you get this guy that Matt, I mean, he can get finished. All right, next fight. And this was a fight. We didn't get a chance to talk about this fight last week because it was booked on extremely short notice uh, after an injury. Preston Parkinson's defeat, Evan Elder. I felt like this was such a hard fight to call. I really did. 
I'm because not the end of the day it wasn't actually. Yeah. It wasn't at the end of the day. I agree. Mm-hmm. On paper, it was a pick 'em fight. Yeah. And if you saw the staff picks, it was split. Marcel at oddsmaker. Mm-hmm. It was very tough to call on paper, just because Elder was undefeated. And if you watched the table, which I did, he looked really good. But Parsons obviously up a weight class. That's the thing. He's 170. This guy's 155. That's the difference. I think yeah. Elder's going to have a better career. But this fight was Parsons. He looked good. Gets his first win in the UFC. I got to give this guy credit, man. You know, getting an opponent switch up is not easy. And he pretty much dominated the fight for the most part, Marcel, I'd say. You know, maybe a couple hard shots from Elder. But I think Parsons looked pretty good. I don't know what his ceiling is, guys. I think he's a pretty good grappler. But I'm still not sold on him being, like, an amazing MMA fighter. But I'm happy for the guy to get his first win. Any thoughts? Yeah, I think I heard him say that as well. Like, I don't, I didn't want it to be boring in my first fight, so I, I, I took some risk. I was like, dude, be yourself. You know, don't, don't, don't be, don't go take risk, and definitely not against Daniel Rodriguez. Um, so this was a good fight for, for me. I think he dominated from start to end. Looked really good on the ground. Uh, also pretty, pretty okay on the feet, but his ground game is really was really strong. Mm-hmm. But you saw that uh, um, Alder. It's actually a 155er. You yeah. know, he was uh, out grappled, he was out muscled, everything, you know. But a good win for Parsons. You know, he also has a short, it's also short notice for him, right? He was yeah. supposed to fight uh, Kosi. So, yeah, a good win for Parsons and a good bounce back after his uh, debut loss, I think. Who would you have pick it, picked, Kosi or Parsons? Who are you going to pick? I think then I would have picked Parsons probably. So yeah. I, I switched with, uh, I, I went for Elder. And you know what's good to see with this guy? I think all of his wins where I stoppage before, like all first round or second round, gets yeah. the job done by decision. That's good to see. So mm-hmm. given that this was the other surprise for me, the next one, Marcel. I, I really thought Prashio was going to win this fight against Linz. This was surprising to me. I'll give Linz some credit, man. He showed up in really good shape. He looked big yeah. at the range. He looked really big. And obviously, had form heavyweight. And it made me a little bit worried, but I still thought Prashio was going to knock him out. He just first round, Prashio looked great. But mm-hmm. he got, I think he tired himself out, gassed out a little bit, Marcel. And then after that, I mean, he got rocked badly in the second round, survived, but got rocked bad. And the fight just after that just didn't go its way. So I'll give Lynch credit, man. He got the job done. He shut me up with this one. This was, you know, of all the fights in the card, this is the one I felt the most wrong about just because I didn't think the fight would go this way. And, you know, Lynch gets the job done. Any thoughts on this one, Marcel? Yeah, I feel like Lynch. Um... Lenz was also stronger in the wrestling department. You know what I mean? He, he took him down definitely in the third round and he kept him there. And practically, he couldn't do a lot. So, yeah, it was, I think it was a smart approach for once by Philippe Lenz in the UFC mm-hmm. in the third round, where he probably knew it was 1 1. Um, and he won the fight. And it was a necessary win. You know, he was 0 2. I think he gets like seven, $75,000. Uh, dollars every fight and with a win bonus he gets extra so he, he, he earns 150k yeah. for a win so i i think this was needed but i i don't know what they're gonna do next man normally i think after three fights you get uh they're gonna reconsider your contract but i feel like with Lynch, if you got a four fight deal they might let them fight the fourth fight and let's see what they do after that you know what i, I mean i agree so I agree. Uh, yeah and for Pratnio, I hope for him he gets another one but he was on a two fight win streak but before that he lost the first three or four i think the first three mm-hmm. with the all knockouts so i don't know i hope for him he gets another one but i don't know yeah he's got a funny record right he's got mm-hmm. losses to like alvi Linz, mike rodriguez he's not in the ufc anymore but he's got the win over roundtree and i build yeah. the waiver which really is not a great win but the, the round he, win is good he also yeah. has losses to uncle live and to rockies right yeah i know uh pedro versus Linz. i would i think that makes sense you know pedro 
I think that. he could. I think he could be a contender. I'll, I'll give him that. But he's got to slow, slow, uh, slowly build himself back up after such a long layoff. Pedro took like no damage though. I'd like to see him get back in there quickly, Marcel. Hopefully they mm-hmm. can book him for another fight. Do it, um, put him, put right. him along with Ty on the on the on the international fight week card. You know. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think that would make sense. You know, I know it's not in Australia, New Zealand, but it's still a fight card that, like you said, a lot of fans from around the world probably come. You know, especially with the COVID kind of dying down a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to the fight that everyone's talking about: Mike Jackson and Dean Barry. Um, Biggest upset of the year, I believe, in the UFC. Plus 900 underdog here. Mike Jackson gets the win by DQ. I poke. Well, I got a lot of thoughts on this. Uh, last week, I mean, we talked about the fight, and I said, like, he's a good striker, but the grappling's bad, and the size is scary, and don't bet minus 50 under. I really hope people didn't parlay this guy. Just That's just a terrible bet because no experience in the UFC, four fights in his career. He should have won the fight. I mean, Marshall, honestly, he was winning the stand-up. He dropped Mike Jackson. He, had, he did record a knockdown. Um, but two nut shots that were pretty brutal, including a spinning one, which you, it's hard to see coming. And then obviously one of the, like probably one of the worst eye gouges I've, I've seen, to be honest with you. Um, you know, obviously Dean Barry's come on Twitter now. I think he's deleted his Twitter since then, but he, he basically said Mike Jackson whipped out of the fight and wanted out and took the easy way out. And Mike Jackson's kind of firing back now. And it's just kind of getting nasty. Um, uh, the guy, the guy broke the rules, Marcel, and I'm glad they DQ'd him honestly, because We've just too many guys are getting away with stuff these days, and I think hopefully after last week with the with the crazy fight any fouls where guys were winning fights with with legal blows, which makes no sense. Now <laughs> you now you're seeing what happens like if you have a ref in there that's willing to to call a DQ, Marcel, and you know your boy Chris Tyone is he's not afraid to uh, call a controversial decision here. I'm fine with the DQ, Marcel. I think it's the right call. I want to hear your thoughts, man. Uh, dude is still a schmuck, but uh, he was right on this one, you know. Um, yeah, I, I feel like you know, there were three falls, falls. Um, and then how I guys was nasty, you know. I, I think it wasn't, he says intentional, I don't think it was intentional, but it was definitely bad, you know, and it was as bad that you can disqualify somebody, you know what I mean. So, uh, I, I don't think somebody would do that intentional and a little bit. I talk to Dean Barry sometimes. He's not a nasty guy like that. I, he doesn't do that, but he got deservedly disqualified there, you know. And uh, that he wants to talk about it a little bit on Twitter. You know, these fighters all do that. Most of them will say like, "Oh, is this or is that?" Only a few will take responsibility. You know what I mean for actually what they did. But I think it was a deserved disqualification, you know, and it's. Uh, that's unfortunate, you know, because I think Mike Jackson would never win the fight if it went to <laughs> to a decision TKOS submission. But uh, man, a crazy way, right? To get your first win for, in, in an MMA, an MMA to get your first win disqualification while you have a loss and then no contest already on your record. So yeah, um, yeah but what what can you do? You know, uh, you can do do a rematch. I don't know. Uh, Do you want to see a rematch? Who else would you want to see them fight? I want to see the rematch, but I want to see it in like Titan FC or Shamrock FC. Yeah. These guys should not be the UFC, you know? Like, now I think Mike will get another fight because technically he won. And I think he's got, I think he said he has two more fights. So he had the fight with Mickey Gall, and apparently they re signed to a four fight deal. The punk fight was the first one. This is the second one. So he got two more fights. I just, I don't, I don't, I, again, I, I'm with you, Marcel. I, t- I talk about this all the time, though. I say this all the time, right? With these huge favorites, and I go, guys, just be careful because it's MMA. You might fight more so I've seen where a guy breaks his like you know arm, breaks his leg, you lose DQ, the ref fucks it up. There's so many things that can happen in a fight, and we saw it in this fight. 
I think that Mike Jackson had one way to win the fight, guys. It was probably by DQ, and that's that's how it happened. Because I don't think he would have won the fight otherwise, Marcel, honestly. He didn't really land anything. He wasn't doing much. Um, but Barry looked really bad to you, man. Oh, this fight was so bad. I was I was <laughs> laughing during this fight. I'm like, this fight's so bad. I'm like, Jesus, fight's bad, you know? Can't wait to see Mike Jackson continue his winning streak. Well, the one no contest we've got. He's got, you know, Mike Jackson's got more wins in the UFC than like John Alessio. He had like five fights and never won a fight, Marcel. There's, he fought for a title, right? Yeah, he's got more wins than Fedor in the UFC. <laughs> like, just, it's, just, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Just like what's his, what's his name again? The Australian guy. He also fought once for a title, I think against Ortiz. Elvis he got, or something? Yeah, he got yeah, that yeah. one win against Jeremy. Yeah, Moore, one win. Yeah, yeah I know, I, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. What does Dean and Priscilla have in common? He's talking about Priscilla Catcher-Ware. Oh, the thing, the eye pokes. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's true. You're right. Um, the striking, very striking as well. He did record a knockdown. I'll give him that. But after the knockdown, it looked like he was tiring out, man. So. Who knows? Maybe he would have lost fight just because Mike was probably Mike's probably the better condition than fighter. I honestly feel that. like you're talking too long about this fight. <laughs> I know, but it was just so ridiculous. Like I, I, I was so cra- I, my mind was blown because you don't really see uh, these kind of huge upsets, right? But again, Marcel, yeah. it's MMA. Things happen like this, you know. Barry was leave, uh, leaving his chin open to counter. He was. He was getting countered a little bit, but anyways, I think that's that's good. We'll, talk, we'll stop talking about that card now, Marcel. All right, let's go to uh, Bellator, Marshall. We'll, we'll recap the Bellator cards. So, yeah. obviously, uh, you know, we both picked Liz Carmouche to win last week. Hopefully, you guys tailed us and, and picked her as the dog. But the fight, the, the ending was controversial. I know you have a different thought than against the grain, I guess. Here's my thoughts on it. I, I thought Velasquez was winning 30-27. I really thought she won the first three rounds. It was a competitive fight, but I thought she had edged them out. Two of the judges agreed with that, by the way. Um, I think that, you know, the stoppage – in a title fight, man, I think you got to let the fighter take a little bit more damage. I do think that the fact it was a title fight should come into play. It wasn't like this is just some amateur fight, you know? So I think that in that reasoning, it's too soon. I will say that people saying, oh, there's only 13 seconds left. That doesn't matter. I don't think that matters at all. The ref's job is not to look at the clock. It's never to look at the clock. And we've seen guys get stopped with one minute, one second left. It's more for me just the fact it's a title fight. And she wasn't, like, knocked out, you know? And Liz is like, well, I went and broke in her eye or knocked her unconscious. Well, you didn't. So I think that the ref, I think he, Mike Beltran in this case, I, it's not the worst stoppage I've seen, but I think it was a little bit early personally. I would have let her just take some more shots. But it is what it is, you know. Carmouche gets the job done. I picked her, so I'm happy I got my pick right. I'm just saying I want things to be the right way. So I don't know. When you guys, you guys give your thoughts. I want to hear Marcel's, and I want to hear you guys' thoughts. You guys can talk in the chat a little bit. Marcel, go ahead. For me, it was a justif- justifiable stoppage, man, and I'll tell you why. Um... She was in a, she got in a crucifix position, right? Carmouche, and she was landing elbows. I agree, the elbows didn't do a lot of damage, basically not a lot at all, you know. Velasquez wasn't adjusting her position, couldn't adjust her position or better her position. Um, didn't try to, I think she didn't try to get out. I think she was waiting till the clock was ending there, you know. And you can't do that. You know, there were like, I think, 10 unanswered elbows. Not all that hard, but 10 unanswered elbows. Just unanswered strikes. So Beltran has every right to step in, you know. And then people saying she was up 30-27. Yeah, that sucks. You know, I mean, Green Zombie was up 4-1 when Jair knocked him out. It was, by the way, clean knockout. But I'm just saying, you can be, you can lose when you're up, you know. Um I understand that people saying there wasn't much damage done, so why you can't let it continue a little bit longer. Imagine he lets it continue a little bit more longer and Carmouche lands another two strikes, but these two strikes 
break her nose, break her, uh, her eye socket or whatever, or break whatever. Then people will say, dude, you should have stopped that earlier because now you too, let her take too much damage. So there's always like an in-between thing, you know what I mean? You can say it's a good thing. You can say it's an early stoppage, but you also can say he prevented her from getting more hurt. So it's a 50-50 thing for me. I don't think it's a bad stoppage at all. I think you can stop the fight. Would it been, have been continued? I wouldn't have a problem with it. You know what I mean? But I think it's an answered strike. So she didn't defend herself well. Fight got stopped. And uh, dude, I don't care. Do a rematch. Fight, uh, fight the winner of uh, Kilo's of Watanabe. I don't fight uh, Justin Kish. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. You know, do something. But I mean, it's a little bit. Everybody's going against Mike Beltran, man, on Twitter. It's pretty sad to be honest. And also, yeah, he's one of the best refs in the game. But it's not like he's Mike or uh, Marcel. Everyone, yeah. including him, can fuck up a stoppage. Yeah. I still think the Gina Mazzani fight last year, um, when she fought Catch Aware, we talked about earlier. That stand up was bad. I thought, you know, I, I don't. Oh know yeah, you, remember that but, one? That was a bad. Yeah, but do you know anything else? Mike Beltran effed up. Okay, was maybe he the ref, Ricky was Simone he the ref, Faber. Was he the ref in Orlovsky and Roy Nelson back in the day? Was he the ref in that fight? I don't know for sure, my man. I mean, let me double check that because that was also a stand up. It wasn't a it was like a stand up that led to a stoppage. Do you mean in, in the Oh no, it's uh referee Jorge Jorge Ortiz, who I haven't okay. seen ref in forever. Anyways, let me get these comments. Ryan thinks it was a little bit early. Um I thought so, but it is what it is. You don't stop fighter when trying to defend who are mounted. That's the thing, like, but the crucifix is a brutal position, right? I just think it was really quick. That's all. Do you do you remember John Jones, Vladimir Matyushenko? Yes. Brutal. It was also kind of the same thing. Yeah. Those elbows were like this, though, Marcel. It was like, like I, I don't know. To me, like, this one wasn't like that, but you get this comment. I thought it was early, but where's the consistency? We look at Keith Pearson the following day. Yeah, I agree with that. That's the biggest thing I think people are pissed about, Marcel. You see some fights that get stopped early, some that are brutally late, like that one. Yeah. Papa thinks uh, being a wrestler, it's always difficult to make decisions for the career for the ref's team, leaving the ref's hands. I agree with that too. You know, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Big John's inconsistent with the opinion of the stoppages. It's tough for John because he's friends with all these refs too, right? Like he doesn't want to Bro, piss them off, you know? Big John, amazing referee, but that's a commentator. Man, rough, but I wouldn't say too much about it. So, just a couple of their fights. Enrique Brazola gets the win over Nikita Mikolov. He get, moves on to the tournament. We got to talk about this guy, Danny Sabatello, uh, the Italian gangster, gets the win over Jordan Lugo. So, this guy is a problem. I'm going to say that right now. This guy could be a champion and he might win the tournament. His wrestling is absolutely dominant. And he, I think he's turning into one of the, the best shit talkers in the sport. <laughs> I'm really enjoying listening to this guy in the mic. I, I really like it. He's so confident right now. I think this guy's pretty good, Marcel, honestly. Um, back-to-back wins over Brett Johns and Jordan Lugo and Bellator. The guy's pretty good, Marcel. I know he had a really boring fight in Contender Series, basically late in Parade. That's why Dana passed. But, Marcel, this guy's really good. Any thoughts on this, dude? What? Um, well, I did a, a, a preview, Bellator preview show with, uh, with Santiago and with Mike Heck. Uh, Mike said, hot take, Danny Sabatello is going to win the Grand Prix and he's going to piss everybody off. So <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah. He, he, the thing is, it's actually sad, you know, because Dana White had the chance to contract him, you know, and he didn't because he thought he was boring. But do you think when you're like the boss of the UFC and you have been like for 20, 25 years in the sport, that you should see 
the 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 talent in the kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he didn't. He didn't. You know. And now he's at Bellator. And those are good wins, dude. Against Brad Jones on short notice back then. Yeah. Remember, were a few yeah. days notice. And against Jornal Lugo, that's those are really solid wins, you know. And uh, he's fighting uh, Leandro Higo next, right? I tell you, to be honest, but I don't think Higo wins that fight. I think, yeah, I think he wins this fight. Yeah. This guy's really good, guys. Like I, Marcel, I I like the shit talking though too. I, I, like, <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I like it. I think he's really good in the mic, man. Like I I think this guy's good, man. And I, I you know I want to say like I I remember talking about it on the I think it was with you and maybe or maybe it was a call at that point, but. I remember saying, like, you know, it was a boring fight. It was. The one against uh, Taylor yeah. Morgan Tender, it was a very boring fight. But still, knowing the guy had 14 minutes of top control, I mean, that should have told you this guy's a solid wrestler, that if he improves his ground game with the ground impound, which he has, I mean, he didn't get a finish, but you saw how much damage he did in this fight. I think it was 30-26, right? I don't know. I, I think this guy was kind of the star of the weekend for Bellator, man. I think he they've kind of got found a new star here a little bit, Marcel, potentially, with this guy. Um, Sound tell talks talk walks the walk. Super entertaining. I, I like this dude, man. Oh yeah, he's got Twitter now too. I followed him today. He's pervert yeah, Twitter. He's gonna get to the side of bracket first. Yeah, Stotts would be a great fight if he gets that fight. That would be amazing. So I mean, yeah, I, I enjoy his performance. Um, just some other fights on there. Like someone was saying Christian Edwards lost, Dave Andrews lost too. There's a couple other upsets. McCoy Cooper, who's bright or uh, Ray Cooper's brother, upset minus a thousand favorite got submitted. So pretty crazy. The other card is Bellator 279 as well. And, uh, you know, I want to be honest with you guys. I wasn't really planning on watching these cards, you know. It's just tough for me now. I have so much going on. Um, but the the baby was sleeping and the, the fiancé was sleeping, Marcel. So I'm like, you know what, I'll, <laughs> I'm going to go and sit in the coach and watch Bellator. So I put my headphones on, watch it on my, my laptop. And, uh, man, I think this card was was pretty entertaining, guys. I got to be honest. I, I, I mean, um, I watched uh, – what's it called? Um, UFC, and then I switched over, so I missed some of the prelims. But I was I was kind of keeping track on uh, on, on uh, Twitter. But let's just go through the fight. So I want to start with the main event here, man. Um, let me get the comments first. Sorry, guys. Let me get these comments, and I'll, I'll do it. I like Bellator. has got some great fighters the last two years. They, there's a lot of good things about Bellator. You know, I think the production value is very high. I think the walkouts are really good. Personally, they have some really good fighters. But you know, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of mismatches, man. I, I don't like mismatches, and half these guys are minus a thousand. You know, you do see upsets occasionally, but. I, I like even fights. You look at UFC almost every week. I know there's obviously Romanov and, and Dean Barry are kind of outliers, but mostly the fights are even, Marcel. Like they're, you know, minus 200 or less usually in UFC, which I like because it makes you really use your brain to really think about the fights. There's no more difference between Danny's performance on Dane White's contenders uh, and Ronnie Lawrence. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Lawrence, uh, he was also a machine with the takedowns, but got the contract. A couple other comments and questions. I want to answer them in a second here. Let's just go through the card first. I see you, Marcus. I'm going to answer your question. I just want to talk about Bellator quickly. Um, I love the main event. It was such an entertaining fight. Chris Cyborg defeats Arlene Blencow by decision, Marcel. Uh, Arlene Blencow is such a warrior, man. I mean, she's she has uh, 24 MMA fights now, has not been knocked out. She's an absolute beast. She walks forward taking damage. This was such an entertaining fight. I thought Cyborg looked phenomenal. Her striking looked incredible. Um, the, the kicks, the punches dropped the girl but she couldn't get knocked out she did land an illegal knee which i mean the opponent or blanco could have melted maybe taken a dq maybe but i'm glad she didn't it just turned to be a great fight i i don't know if you caught did you watch the fight i i love this fight dude I it saw was such it. a yeah, good yeah, fight yeah, what'd sure. you think it was a great fight you know but um 
Yeah, I mean, did we really were surprised about the outcome? Maybe the Blanco went. I, I am surprised it went the distance. Yeah, I, that's the part that surprises me. Yeah, yeah. and uh, then the weird ass tweet afterwards from the Don Davis dude from PFL, like, uh, "What do you think? Uh, our cyborg should have been uh, like a decision or something. What do you think about a future matchup against Kayla Harrison?" Oh, let's do it. What the hell, you know? And that cyborg replied to him. <laughs> so uh, that was funny to me. I'm telling uh, you right now, I, I they, they're, 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 they're really. Uh, I mean, Kayla Harris was incredible, okay, with the wrestling, but Cyborg's way more proven. She yeah, has great wrestling too, and she's a way better striker. I think Cyborg wins that fight. I'll, yeah. I'll pick her right now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. What Don Davis? I mean, this guy, and also Scott Coker's like, okay, you guys were talking shit on Twitter. Give me a phone call. You see that? He's like, yeah. he's like, why are you guys like messaging us on Twitter? He's like, if you guys want to, uh, you know, basically fight or make, make that fight, give us a call. Anyways, um, she says she wants to do boxing next, Marcel. So we'll see. But I don't know what her what's her contract status like with Bellator. Is, is that uh, it? I think that was her last fight. Uh, That's what I, I thought too. But then Scott Cooper said in her contract, there's a boxing clause. Maybe she's on a champions clause and she has to fight again. I'm not sure if it keeps like tolling. We'll see what happens, but I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing fighting Harrison, but I think she should be favored, and I think that the line will be very close. Mm -hmm. She might be the underdog because people are all over Kayla Harrison these days, but I think Cyborg's very complete. People underrate her grappling, Marcel. Great, great grappler in addition to the striking. A couple other fights here. Raphael Stotts knocks a one archlayer with a head kick. I mean, just incredible, man. Just incredible knockout. Any thoughts on this one, man? Yeah, amazing win, man, for Rafael, and I'm happy that he's finally got a belt, you know. I think it's been underrated for so many years. Um, people really still um count him out because of that Marap loss, I think. You know, not anymore, but for a long time. And that's why I hadn't signed for the bigger promotion yet. Then Bellator picked him up and he has looked solid at Bellator, you know, really good. And uh I think he's a big talent. I'm happy he got a belt. Uh, his interim belt, but still it's a belt. And um yeah, good win. Beautiful, beautiful finish as well. You know, uh, I graced the uh the top of the head with the with the knee. So yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it was a beautiful. It was like you know what it reminded me of Marcel when, uh, when what's his name, uh, Sterling, Rice and, and Sterling. Yeah, because he went for the kick and then knocked out the knee. Just yeah. fucking incredible. Um, I loved it. I mean, the guy is really good. And again, another guy the UFC passed on, right, Marcel? So <laughs> he should be in the UFC. Bantamweight division is ridiculous, by the way. Um, Justin Kish defeats Lee McFarlane with the upset here. I didn't. I didn't expect this fight. To, I didn't expect to win this fight. McFarlane looked really – she looked really bad in this fight. She looked rusty. She looked, like, just bad everywhere. And Kish, great takedown defense for so I think, you know, one thing I'll say is it just shows the difference, especially with Liz Carmouche also winning. I know it was kind of controversial, but it does show you the difference between the UFC's fighters and Bellator's divisions kind of more so because mm -hmm. Kish was like – she just got cut by the UFC. She was barely competitive. And then she goes out there and beats their former champion pretty convincingly. I understand that the girl was coming off a layoff for um, – I think it was a knee injury, but – the fight was not close, Marcel. I mean, it was a, it was even the most biased judge in Hawaii could not score for. Her. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm like, there's gonna be a split, isn't it? Some judge is gonna give her two rounds somehow, but no. So I think the right fighter won. Patchy Mix, another surprise for me, Marcel. I didn't think he'd win this fight. He beats Kyoji Horiguchi. I thought it was a 10 8 round, too. I thought this fight was very similar to Sterling and Yan, the rematch. Mm -hmm. Patchy Mix, man, gets the job done, just been a little bigger and just controlled Kyori Horiguchi. And any thoughts on that fight? Yeah, I think a really good win for Patchy Mix, right? Um, again, establishing himself as one of the better prospects still in MMA, in my opinion. You know, um, he only got that loss over Archuleta, right? So, um, yeah, 
I mean, he, he, and Kyoji Horiguchi, winning against Kyoji Horiguchi is big, you know. And Horiguchi is now 0-2 in Balto. Yeah, after his comeback, he got it actually. Yeah, he had the win over Caldwell, so he yeah. won 1-2 now. But actually, overall, he's lost three of his last four, which is really surprising to me because I think he's such a great fighter. But, yeah, I agree. You know, he's not a bantamweight, Marcel. He's a he's a flyweight, and I don't think he's in the right weight class. Any thoughts on that? Sorry, I'm, I didn't catch the last thing. I said. don't think he's fighting the right weight class. I think he should go back oh, to I flyweight, yeah, which they don't sure. have, though, in Bellator. So, yeah. you know, I don't know why the UFC cut this guy. I mean, he's very so stupid. Yeah, those are really dumb. I, I agree. He's a, he is a... They cut Bagatinov as well yeah. back then. The yeah, it's true. I don't, they were cutting a lot of guys. Dustin Ortiz was another guy. Um, other fight I want to talk quickly, uh, Yancey Medeiros gets the win over Manuel Sanchez as a big underdog, plus 250 dog. Man, good to see that, eh? And he says he wants a new contract. I think he'll, he'll, they'll resign him, right, to a new contract? Yeah, I, think, I would think so, yeah, for sure. Do you think, do you think it, it looks bad in the UFC now that they cut him? Because he's such a warrior, you know, win or lose. Uh, I don't know. It depends on, you know, but the UFC, it depends on... Oh, what money you are, you know? That's I don't true know what, too. what Yancey made, so he's probably making good money. I mean, he's been in the UFC yeah. for almost 10 years, right? So, for sure, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think he was making some decent coin. Um, let's just get through, uh, let's do PFL quickly as well, Marcel. So, PFL, I don't know if it was on Wednesday, it's been a little while since now, but just quickly talk about it. Um, yeah, only I mean, the, what are you gonna say? Sorry, only saw the main event and the finishes on Twitter, yeah, so. yeah. So, I just want to get your thoughts on the main event. Um, Jeremy Stevens loses his decision. Very competitive fight. Clay Collar gets the win there. Uh, man, Clay Collar, another guy the UFC really shouldn't give up. I've always watched, enjoyed watching him fight. Any thoughts on that? I mean, I think they had him at a certain moment. They had him back, right, in the UFC. And then uh, he didn't get the opportunity. or the, He got injured and they cut him again. And uh, before that, he was in the UFC. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like uh, Stevens, um, Stevens did also very well, you know, in my opinion. I think... Uh, if he fought someone else, he might have got the win. But Clay Collard, dude, has a chin as well, you know. And uh, good win for Clay Collard. What can I say? I picked Collard before the fight, and yeah. uh, I'm still I'm happy I picked him. So yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, and I want to say I, I want to get things right here. And this guy's yeah. right. You know, it's I I'm, I'm I misspoke. Uh, that's true about Kawaguchi. He actually did turn down the UFC offer. That's true. That was again that was five years ago, and the money was probably shit that they offered. Him, they right? probably lowballed him. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the thing. It was probably like. like 40, I don't know, maybe 40 and 40, maybe. I'm not even sure if it was that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, uh, as far as the other PFL fights go, um, yeah, obviously we had that that uh, win in the main event. Rosh Manfield knocks out Don Madge. He was down two rounds, Marcel, and got the job done. That's a yeah. nice win. You know, Don Madge is pretty good, man, and that's a nice win. So I like that one. Uh, Torres Carlos Jr., he was a minus 3,000 favorite. He won in 29 seconds, so the odds were good there. It's Olivia- like... Right, that's like this this duty fought. That was one of the guys who won in the in the challenger series, right? The, well, I don't I, think he was. I think he was just uh, a random guy. I don't uh, yeah, think he was on challenger. Why the hell would you match him up with Antonio? This was just a Jr. random matchup. He wasn't yeah. on the challenger, Marcel. No, okay, he was my, a seven my, and two guy or something. Seven and one, eight and one, my actually, bad. eight and one. Yeah, just a weird ass matchup. Uh, OAM defeats Nathan Schulte by decision. decision. That's a good win for him. I think Schulte's a really underrated guy. I agree. Um, Corey Hendricks knocks out Emiliano Sordi, a big underdog. Marcel, he's like a plus four hundred underdog. I want to say huge mm-hmm. upset there. Corey Hendricks has actually got a couple upsets now in, in uh, PFL. He knocked out was it Martin Hamlet or submitted him last year? That was a big Dude, upset. Remember that? Corey Hendricks got screwed. Yes, another yeah. another former UFC fighter. He went. I think he went one in one. I want to say or zero in one. He got screwed last year on PFL, man. He PFL, fought one man. fight, and he got a finish, I that's think. Right. Yes. And 
and the other guy, uh, I think it was actually Sordi who we fought, had yeah. two fights and had the same amount of points. And because he had to cut two times weight, he went through to the quarterfinals. Didn't yeah. make fucking sense or to the semifinals. Yeah, but that's a good win for him, man. Yeah. Alex Martinez vs. Rig, another Canadian guy. He's, he's good. Uh, Martin Hamlet wins his fight. Omar Yakmenov gets a knockout. Marcel. Yeah. Rob, Rob Wilkinson gets a knockout. And Sammy Powell gets a knockout. There's some good knockouts, man. It's almost a week ago. But this was Carver's not bad, you know. It was I think PFL's got, you know, some pretty good fights going on. You know, the, the ratings are horrible, though. Like, I don't think anyone's watching. That's that's why I just don't think it's going to last that long. But I think PFL's nice because I think that, you know, it's an alternative to the UFC and Bellator. And also, I think they're paying their fighters really well. So, I think that's Bro, a good thing. I, mean, so. I, got, I got lucky here, man. My, uh, I have a shared account with my dad for, for Formula One. And that, and that uh, Viaplay is the name. And uh, that company also bought the PFL rights. So, right. <laughs> I can watch it now as well. So, that's cool. That's good. Uh, do you think Sean Shelby enjoyed Madge getting knocked out? I don't even know what the story was there. What was the story? Why did he get like released? Do you know? I have no idea. Sure. It was weird. Like he had, he had that amazing win over Tay Edwards. He's had visa issues, but why the hell he can fight for PFL then and not for the UFC? So I don't know. Makes no sense. <laughs> Thoughts on Hardy and Sanchez. Yeah. Well, it's 16 ounce gloves, guys. That's the other thing. It's like basically sparring. It's a hard sparring match. Um, you can still get hurt in it, obviously, but. I don't. I, I'm not interested in it. any thoughts with you. No, I'm not interested. In it. I know Tyson Fury won, obviously, and you had Nagano in the ring. So I want to answer Marcus's question from earlier. If you were Dan Way, would you with Francis? I think it's a good question, Marcus. I want to answer it. It's tough because you know he's the champion right now, but he's clearly not. I would say happy in the UFC. I don't think he's happy right now. He, I believe, becomes a free agent in January or something like that. But now he's saying he might return in November, December. So it's. Possibly he could take one more fight in the UFC, but I think you know the, the best thing for everyone would probably be to to figure out the money, Marcel. Like uh like basically um, what's it called? The McGregor and, and Mayweather fight where Dana got a cut of the of the fight. Maybe yeah. that's the best thing to do, Marcel. Any thoughts? I feel like, yeah. Uh why why does McGregor get the privilege to fight in boxing and other guys don't? You know what I mean? Uh so why not? And if that's makes your relationship better with Francis. Why wouldn't you do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'll tell you right now, like, I won't pick him in that fight. I mean, it's just, I don't think it's a good fight for him, you know, but it's still a huge fight. You know, people will watch that fight. Two just monsters, Marcel, um, two huge dudes. And I think, I think it will be a, like a big fight as far as like money, promotion, um, the spectacle, the walkout, everything like that. But the actual fight, I think, you know, unless Nagano lands that massive punch, which he could, but with boxing gloves on, especially Marcel, you know, it's not MMA gloves, you know. You could take more shots because there's a little bit more padding. Um, I mean, Fury hits hard as fuck, though. So, I mean, yeah, it's tough. I mean, Fury, to me, you know, he's, he's shown a great chin overall in his career, too. He's been dropped, but gets back up, recovers well. I don't know, Marcel. I'm, I'm not super interested in it, but I'll obviously watch it, you know. I just – I'd rather see Francis fight in MMA, personally, because I, I love yeah, him, I... but – if I tell you I never watched the complete fight between Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, do you believe me? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I for sure. <laughs> uh, I said he was doing what? Cyborg, you didn't keep active? Okay. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, is Cyborg and him are friends. Chris Cyborg. The guys want to give UFC a purse, possibly. This is funny. This guy's talking about my bowling shirt right now. Storm sucks. Columbia is better. Yeah, I mean, they're they're all good, man. Honestly, I have balls from all the companies. Um I don't, I, but I just have the storm jersey. I'm, I'm going right now, actually. Yeah, we got to get out here, actually, Marcel. That is, I'm a little bit over an hour. Um, just really briefly, 
there was a LFA card. This Canadian guy, um, man, I cannot pronounce his name for the life of me. I'm gonna try or something. Maryish. Oh my gosh, this is so hard, guys. Ishakuwitz or something. It's so brutal, guys. He was on Contender Series. He needs to. I think he needs to be signed by by the UFC, Marcel. What do you think at this point? Yeah, why not? Didn't he also find a contender series, right? He did. He lost. It was a close fight, yeah. but he lost. Since then, two straight knockouts in the first round. We fought again in the contender series. This guy, Mario Souza, young guy. Oh, yeah. Guy, yeah. Remember, who I, I don't yeah. think he's fought since then either. Actually, no, no. I'm wrong. He's fought twice okay. since then. and he Three times. He lost to Chidi, and then he's won twice in the regional scene. So, I mean, yeah. Oh, he fought Chidi in LFA as well, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm contender. Yeah. contender. Oh, okay. he's for twice contender, Mario yeah. Sousa. Okay, I, yeah. Yeah, and then the other car was Fury FC and our boy, uh, what's his name? Uh, Anthony Romero, my boy, Canadian yeah. guy, gets the job done. Marcel, like, he's another guy that Dana White passed on. You think he should have been in the UFC as well, Anthony Romero? Yeah, for sure, man. And, and and by the way, sorry, the... he beat Mike Breen, who's fighting this weekend, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> and, and by the way... Dude, I said on Twitter, great, uh, great uh, week for for Canada, right? Oh, it's huge! <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And that's the thing. Like, I'm like, man, we're due for a loss, but we didn't get them. We just kept winning. It was fucking amazing. And then this weekend, we have uh, our boy uh, Johan, Le, the White Lion, Lenes, another Canadian guy. He's fighting Connolly. this weekend. So, party, Marcel. Tristan Connolly. Tristan Connolly as well. Boondock. So we got some Canadians this weekend, man. It's, it's crazy, right? Because like all of a sudden we have these Canadian guys fighting. I guess because obviously COVID, you know, things are open or open. The travels were open. That's why we're seeing it right now. So. It's hilarious. If I wasn't a wheelchair smoke, you probably, man, probably. No, I'm, I'm pretty good, actually. I'm good at it. Um, what you guys think of the nut shot? Oh, yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about that. I didn't talk about that. Oh, uh, yeah, the guy tried to fake a nut shot, and then the replay showed it was to the leg, I believe, right? So, I mean, I'm glad they have replay. I guess they have replay in Hawaii. It's crazy that Hawaii has replay, but, like, all these other states don't have replay, right, Marcel? <laughs> yeah, man. I think the guy was related to Neymar. So, uh, yeah. And if you don't know who Neymar is, look him up. <laughs> all right. Let's get out of here, Marcel. Plug your stuff. Pick Marcel24 on Twitter, Instagram, Eurosport.nl, Mixed Martial Arts section. There you go, let's go. Uh, you follow me on Twitter at Martin. Podcast is at MAOddsbreaker.com. It's on iTunes, Spotify, all those places, guys. Appreciate everyone who listens every week. Really appreciate it, guys. It's always fun. More the merrier. Back tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern to break down UFC Vegas 53. Uh, font for Vera. Looking forward to all of that card. Marcel, with you. Um, and in the meantime, guys, follow me on uh, my, my work over at maoddsbreaker.com. I got all the opening odds up for this card, this week's cards. Um, bookies.com, are my best bets coming out Wednesday. And then uh, Miami News with some news. So we'll see you guys tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern, for the breakdown. Peace.